Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com. 
if you want the ultimate, you got to be willing to pay the ultimate price. Summer of Swayze's here, James. Thank God. Look at this. Thank God. Look at this main. I know. If you have not subscribed yet to the video show on YouTube, please do so. All right now, so you can see this glorious mop. I did it. Yeah. How do you feel about it, James? I have to say, I feel okay, but I have to say it looks exactly. If you guys look at the picture <laughs> right now on your phone of Point Break Swayze. Point Break Swayze. It really is. I mean, the waves are the same. Yeah. The color. It really we is. We did it. Yeah. We did it. Shout out to Margie. Margie at Parlor 7. Yeah. I mean, really did it. <laughs> Here in Wilmington, really North Carolina. Did it. You're yeah. looking to get a Swayze. She's the best in the biz. She's the best in the biz. You show Look her a pick. You show her this. a pick. Man. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. And if you hey, look, if you can't watch the video, you can just you can go on to at ST James, ST James on Instagram and peeper. You can peep peep it on out. Um I have a I have a, a, a strong sneaky suspicion that we're going to be hearing a lot of Swayze quotes today, James. Yeah. This is my best life. This is it right here. Look at this. That's so great. Oh, it's basic dog psychology. If you scare them and get them peeing down their leg, they submit, James. Okay. So yeah. These are point break quotes. From Bodie. Okay. We, we know his, his name. Obviously, this is this is Bodie's this is Bodie's time. Gosh, yeah, it's gonna be a fun one for you <laughs> all summer long. Is it is it is it wrong of me to uh, be amped that I have a no fuss haircut now? No, I woke up no, this morning. Yeah, and was just like, oh, well, fuck, this is done. Right, I don't have to do shit. I can just roll out. So I had to fucking do an intricate braid and makeup and talk about the opposite <laughs> of no fucks is me. This is the Bodie lifestyle now, brother. This is what, this is what we're living. That, this is showbiz, baby. So great. Isn't it? Yeah. Man, this is, I, I feel free. I'm so happy. For I feel you. like I could pull on a Ronald Reagan mask and go rob a fucking bank today. That, that's how free I feel. I'm so happy. Really feel you. great about this. Yeah. Again, waking up because I got this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Waking up to do the show, and it was like, oh fuck! I can just brush my teeth, and I'm good to go. I will be interested to see what people feel about it. You're kidding, right? I'm just interested. This is gonna be a grand slam home run right here. Look at this fucking thing. Look, I mean, really look at it from all no, sides and angles. Like it's it really amazing. is great. I mean, it's it's like I said. Dead on. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do a side by side, obviously. But wow, the weirdest thing is how I'm able to pull all these looks off with ease. You know, a lot of people try too hard. Mm-hmm. With me, it's just it's easy. Mm. It's like it's it's a Sunday morning with me. You know, sure. Try too hard. Yeah, this is. I'm just pulling this off with ease. If you saw me in the streets, right, didn't know me, came up to me and you were like, "Hey, man, I need directions down to." You know, whatever rub and tug, right? Sure. And I, I had to give a stranger on the streets directions. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't. They wouldn't bat an eyelash. They'd be like, "Oh man, that's just a fucking cool guy." Right. It, just, do they it know. looks yeah. like they just can't. He just walked out of a morning surf. You know. Yeah. <laughs> 
so much effort was put into that. None. Mm. None. Mm. None at all. Not it at really all. was Girl's too out of your head. The hardest thing, I'll, I'll, I'll give the, the audience um, my know-how here on this. I don't know if that's, a, that's the correct phrase, but I like it. Carry on. My know-hows. Mm-hmm. Here's my know-hows on, on uh, trying to get the onesie twosies of the Swayze. Hardest part of it is the growth. Right. That fucking shit took, what, five months? Yeah. Oof. Was not stoked about that. Because mm-hmm. you, get, you get to an awkward stage with it where it's just like, hey, man, it looks like you have a mullet. And I was like, ah, you don't understand. I got to get this body right. waved out i gotta get this permed out it's not gonna be like that and they were like man what are you just an effortless perm what are you yeah. going for here and i was like man you'll understand now i'm amped that it's out in the world and i don't have to answer those questions anymore because i was wearing a hat for a while what's the end game lengthwise for you maybe this is my look permanently but you're gonna let it go even longer i don't think longer than this like i think this is this is the exact swayze length so you're gonna get it cut movie. to that probably okay Probably, I'll, you know, I'll keep it up. Mm-hmm. I'll keep up uh, appearances. I'll keep a nice. Uh, I don't know. I think set let of it gardeners go. around I it. I think let it go for the summer. Just all the way. Just like whatever it's gonna do. If you really <laughs> want to be effortless, be effortless. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, all summer, so it's what three months, right? Mm-hmm. Four months is the summer. Shouldn't no, be three th- months. Man, the seasons. There's four seasons. Yeah, three dumb. months and real dumb. Three so months. That won't be too much growth. No, right? it's not. It's not going to be too much growth because trying to get this to this point was, you know, five, six or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It, was so, it was a bitch. Yeah. Um, but I'm amped that I can just walk around because I travel a lot. I do the, you know, I'm going up to Cleveland this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, doing a show with uh, Danny Horsnop. Yeah. From uh, Asking Alexandria. Doing a drinking bro show with him, and then I'm gonna go up and see some of my beef fries from college. Uh, recently, one of them was diagnosed with cancer, so we're all getting together and uh, having a nice little boys trip um, out, which would be fun. But like, I'm looking forward to not wearing hats and like the shower of long hair. I get it now. Like, I get what you're you go through. Mm-hmm. Do you? Yeah, I do actually. How? How? It's okay. So when you have longish hair, and this isn't look, this is what you, the shoulder length is what you would call this, right? If, yeah. if, right? Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Just getting out of the shower with this much wet hair and trying to blow dry it off because there's look, there's some meetings that I couldn't wear a hat to. There's some events that I couldn't wear, you know, a hat to. Mm-hmm. I was just like, all right, cool. I got to mix. I got to do something with this this goddamn thing. Right. Um, going through that whole process of blow drying it, just blow drying it. At this length, you're like, bro, it's a good 20 just to get it fucking dry. And right. then you're leaving part of the back wet because you're just like, I don't have nobody got time for this shit, right? right? No fuss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now with this, you just, yeah, you take a shower and then you just leave. That's it. Do you put stuff in it? I asked her. I was something? like, hey, what do I do with this? She was like, you know, you can throw a little mousse in it, um, but that's about it. She's like, just to bunch it up. But she was like, that's it. Yeah. And I was like, ah. Oh. Fuck you. Now you're speaking my language. Right. Then I can just let it dry right. throughout the day and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. If I just get up and it looks sweet, whatever, you know? But that's the Bodhi lifestyle that I've chosen. Yeah. And that's me, you yeah. know? That's, yeah. That's who the big guy is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's Bodhi all summer long. 
If it look, this is to the audience at home. I'm gonna look directly in the camera and say this. If if this works all summer and I like it, might be a permanent look. What do you think about that? We'll see. Thoughts go. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Do you care what I think? Yes, I do. Okay. But you said you you dug it. You were into it. You were like, holy shit, that's dope. No, I'm into it. Okay. I'm into it. You know. But <laughs> sound like there was it. a long pause. I'm there. into it. Let's see what happens after the summer. Because I do like a you know, a a, a shorter cut as well. A clean, on you. a clean cut man, yeah. Yeah. So but I think for the summer, I think being in the beach, like at the beach, like every day basically, the pool. Yeah. I think it's the way. Yeah. Um, what about a mustache with this? Look, I'm always Oof. down for the mustache. I think the mustache brings it to a level of like, oh, he's not totally serious. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Where like, if you have the big mustache, even with the, the highlights, people are like, oh, okay, there's some kind of joke here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of like, ooh, did he get ooh. those highlights on purpose like thinking that we oh don't. No, you know what i mean so i think it brings the irony which i sure, love right situation. a little bit of a of ir- ironic look which i think is funny and i like well here's the thing I, and i like was handlebar with this i mean reminiscent of I, like I, I was i was very cognizant yesterday of of people's reactions when i went out mm-hmm. and here's what i noticed because yesterday was the first full day that i had this right where I just walked out in public, did my life, and was curious as, as if people would say anything or kind of like whatever. With the mustache. They say stuff. Yes. So uh, 50, maybe 75% of people when I go out are just like, yo, dope stash, man. Like a wink of like, right. dude, that's hilarious. Whereas this, I got nothing yesterday from like. They were just like, that's his. That's his life. That's just who he is. And I was like, oh. Shit, all right, I'm really pulling this off with these. Yeah, and the length that it is now confident. and the way that the hi- highlights are blending, it looks like possibly the sun did it, Yeah, which I like. <laughs> um, I, got no, I mean, no one batted an eyelash yesterday, and I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. I was really surprised by it. I was like, oh, you're not, you're not in on the joke. And there were... Like, you know, there's a mustache again. A lot of people will be like, hey, you, mm. that thing's not real, huh? But with this, I got, I got none of that yesterday. You're very different than, like, the other dads in the neighborhood, let's say. <laughs> like, they're very much like... <laughs> they be like, okay, bud. You know, they're very much like they take the clipper. Mm-hmm. You know, polo shirt. Sure, sure, sure. Hat. Oakley's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't they don't uh, stray? I don't. I don't conform to society's boundaries, James. Right. Broken free. Yeah. Broken free from my chains. So. I like it. (laughs) I'm amped about it, though. This is one of the best ideas ever. Mm -hmm. And this all stemmed from the people at home. It was a bet last year. With uh, my co-hosts on Drinking Bros, uh, D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, that 
Uh, it was on Oregon University of Oregon that if Oregon didn't cover a spread, I had to dye my hair blonde like Steve Prefontaine and then uh, and grow the black mustache, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which was dyed. And uh, so I did it, obviously. And then after that, I was like, you know what? Fuck him. I'm going to ride this out. Right. What else could I possibly do with this? And then, yeah, fuck him. boom, mm. watched Point Break on TNT one night. And I was like, there we go. Oh, 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 oh. There I am. You Utah, like, get me two. It was like looking in the give mirror. Give me two. Like yeah, it's great. In the mirror. It was great. So I feel pretty stoked about it. Shout out to Margie. Yeah. Uh, that was rad. And then this weekend, this will be the test this weekend. Because I'm going to, like I said, I've got to go to Cleveland. Oh, right. So like I'll be in places that aren't like beach towns. Right. And then I, you'll also be with your college friends that keep it. Uh, keep it tight, keep it clean. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Keep it cut. <laughs> keep an adult type persona. So that will be interesting as well to see. Well, when you have a real job, you can't really do shit like this. Mm. You know, and when I say real job, I mean you know a nine to five cubicle, yeah, that type of true. shit. Like that's true. That's you got to go to meetings, and everybody's just like, "Hey, bro, you can't do that here." Mm-hmm. So. I, like, I, you know, I get it, but I, I want to see in like, because Cleveland's a perfect test, right? That works in Cleveland and, and nobody says anything. Then it's just like, oh, shit, this is part of my life. Yeah. Because here's still a beach town where a lot of people surf. So yeah, you kind of walk around and you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. Probably, is, probably surfing all day. Right. No bigs. Or LA where it's just like, whatever. Like, yeah, people yeah, yeah. don't look at you twice for anything. No, no. So. Cleveland would be a nice little tester where it's just like, all right, cool. I'm just rolling out. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I'm interested to, to hear what your uh, college friends have to say. <laughs> the first night is in Akron. So that's not Cleveland's a little hipper than than Akron. What do you say? The first night? Yeah. What is the plan? It's Dan- Danny's band is playing. OK. So I'm interviewing him and then his band is playing afterwards. But it's in Akron. So Akron's about who are you going with? 35, yeah. 35 minutes away. Just me. Okay. So it's just me, and then we invited some drinking bros out. So I'm going to interview him. It was one of those things where, uh, you know, obviously a friend of the show, a friend in real life. Um, he's the lead singer of Asking Alexandria, who does the theme song for Drinking Bros. Mm-hmm. We did um, an episode with them last year on tour in Jacksonville mm-hmm. for this huge, like, rock fest thing. It was like Foo Fighters, and then we did uh, the Ozzy Osbourne and all the, all the shit. It was one of the most funnest interviews I've ever done. He's a cool guy. Great guy. Um, His uh, fiance is military and uh, both of them just rad people. Right. Um, But his bandmates were awesome. And the fun thing about that interview in particular that was different than everyone else's was Danny's the lead singer and then he's got this band and the band is incredible. Right. Well, you're you were seeing you're seeing them now on the verge of this explosion mm-hmm. and we were on the tour bus and literally a publicist came on and was just grabbing them just being like hey, you gotta go do this you gotta go do that and blah 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 and i was just like oh fuck um and so we interviewed the band separately from danny and then danny came in and then we did it it was like a two-parter combined into one but you know you're there at this festival getting trashed all day just absolutely trashed. And so um, they're coming in and like you can see them throughout the day of like the various stages of like how fucked up they were getting. And it was just like, oh, all right, awesome. And it was 
just a blast of an interview all the way around because the the half the band didn't know what the the other half was saying and things like that so like we were able to combine it it's great saturdays is just danny right because danny's just like hey man uh i'm doing it he's doing a solo record Mm -hmm. um it's acoustic like dude's crazy crazy talented um and then he's gonna have i guess like some backup band members for some other shit um so he's like, hey, come on, come on out to the show. It's super intimate. It's rad. And we got invited uh, when he was in North Carolina a couple of weeks ago, but we happened to be in San Antonio. Right. And he goes, where else are you going? And I was like, man, I got to go to Cleveland for this thing. He's like, when? I'm, I'm in Cleveland. Same dates. So we're doing the interview with him. And that'll be fun because it's totally different. Like this is, I, I think it's just set up by him. Right. Like, he's doing a solo record. He's doing these like, I mean, I saw him play in front of 20,000 people in Jacksonville. I think this place is like maybe 300, 400 um, and it's acoustic and it's just him and a guitar and then a, like a light backup band, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun and completely entirely different. Like it's a totally different vibe where you're just like, Oh shit. All right. Rad. Um, Cause one of the questions I asked him when we were doing that last interview was uh, like, who would be your, your dream collab- collaboration? And he was just like, dude, Justin Bieber. And I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, man, I like to like write acoustic, you know, play acoustic music, um, write it for other people and things like that. And he goes, man, I'd love to write for other people. And I was like, ah, shit. So I'm really interested in seeing this show. Right. Because it'll be totally different than 20,000 people just, uh, 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 you know, like, yeah. uh, in a small club and venue and all that stuff. So uh, I'm excited about it. Um, and, and he had asked, you know, to come out and all that stuff. And I re- recorded some, you actually helped edit that recorded some uh vocal inserts for him oh, these yeah, musicians yeah, yeah. wear uh earpieces and then they're cued about which which the next song is and he was like hey i think it'd be hilarious if i was on tour the whole time you did it as morgan freeman so um when he's up on stage he gets to hear that that cues him into the next song yeah so i'm amped sweet i'm amped about that yeah so it'll be yeah just us and then uh drinking bros um drinking bros ohio so told everybody to come on out and uh, we'll see. We'll see who shows up. I don't know how big this place is. I've never been there. Right. I'm not a big Akron guy. And a lot of people ask me, hey, man, you went to Ohio State. You must know the entire state that well. I really don't. I've only been in, to Cleveland a handful of times, uh, Toledo a handful of times. And then, you know, Cincinnati, Yellow Springs once. Like just not. I'm not the most, you know geographic Ohioan mm-hmm. Ohioan uh, there is so like I, I don't know that area that well uh, you don't know this area that well no do you know what I mean so and, I, and it's weird like I was like that in California and in uh, in Georgia too where it was just like eh, yeah the rest of it exists I guess like I mean San Diego I went to a handful of times um, probably 10 times something like that right but that was close but like dude I never I Sacramento, I've never been. I never went to the state's capital in California. Yeah, there's no need. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sacramento. Sacktown. I've only been to uh no, I mean I've never been to even Santa Barbara. And that's not even far from you. You haven't? No. Not once. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Yeah. Um we'll have to go next time. And and like look, I was it's like amazing. I was raised in Georgia my entire life and like, you know. Outside of where I grew up, and I would say Delonica, I went to a bunch. Um, but my dad, my father lived in Chattanooga, so I would go up north uh, along that, that route. But uh, like the, the, the rest of the state, 
You know, I've been to Savannah a couple of times, but that's a four and a half hour drive from there. So it was just like, eh. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of relatives that lived there, but. Um, we went to Savannah. We did. But we we did it because we were driving up the coast. Yeah. So, so it was just a stop. Yeah. Stop there for the day or whatever it was. You know, I've been there, like I said, handful of times, but not much. Um, you know, there's like some Savannah. there's some places where people lift off or list off, you know, when, when I'm out of like, oh, man, you're from Georgia. Do you know this? And I'm like, no, man. I don't know where that's at at all. Or people in, like in Ohio have been like, hey, have you been to Steubenville? Yeah. And no, no, I haven't. Um. <laughs> Old Steubenville. Yeah. Um, I, well, I'm not one weird. of those people who's just like, hey, I'm going to go check out my surroundings. Yeah. Surroundings and state all the way around. Be like, all right, cool. Why? You know, if I'm going there, I'm going there. Right. And that's that's kind of it. You? What? Like, have you been all the way through? Like, you're born and raised in California. Have been you been all up and down all through there? The way, yeah. Like, what's north of San Francisco? What's north of San Francisco? Yeah. It would be like, I mean, I've gone all the way up to Oregon. Right. So, so San Francisco. So then you get into Lake Chico, you get into like Redland. Never been there. Yeah. Never. Uh, Big Sur. Yeah, is it's south of. So San Francisco is like the highest okay, before gotcha. it gets into like kind of redwoods and like I said, Chico, and then you're pretty much at the border. Gotcha. So before that, uh, Monterey, Carmel. No, no never Big been Sur, there. No. Nope. So Big Sur, I've been to Bakersfield. No, never been to the Bakers. Yeah, no, San Luis Obispo, never been there. Like you didn't go to Napa. You didn't go no, to never been to Napa. Buellton. Nope. Where they shot sideways. No. What a shame. I know. What a shame. Well, it is Na- some well, really fucking cool shit so, up there. So here's the reason with Napa, right? Like, when you go, and we watched that wine country. What, is that what it was called on Netflix? Wine country. That was Napa, Napa. But San Luis Obispo and, like, Buellton yeah. uh, is the little bit lower, more accessible wine country, if you will. Where it's like... Sideways, okay. you know, the little like bar and sure. the, like, well, either way. So my, my whole thing solving. was, I want to do it when I can do it right. Right. Blow it out and really pinch. Like, I don't want to go and be, you know, pinching pennies and all that other shit. A lot of the reason like, um, in LA that I never went anywhere out, you know, too, too far out of LA was I was always worried about missing a meeting or not, you know. I felt like I should have been using my time wisely every time. Mm-hmm. So I did. Like, I mean, I fucking wrote relentlessly. And um, I, it was all, I was always shooting something or writing or, or something. So I just looked at it as a distraction or a waste of time. I, I mean, before we went on vacation, uh, I, like, I can't remember vacation, vacation like that fucking ever. Mm. There was some, there's some part of me that felt guilty for not working all the time. So... And, th- and that's probably true to this day still, where it's mm-hmm. just like, all right, cool. So I never went. Yeah. Um, you know, when we were watching it, that movie with Amy Poehler and all that the other night, I was like, oh, shit. By that the looks way, like a fucking blast. By the way, Wine Country. The movie? The movie. <laughs> Amy Poehler. Um, it's not like that, by the way. The Wine Country. Sure. Uh, even if you do it up, it's not like that. Okay. It's way better. 
Oh, is it really? Taking like limo, taking bus to all the different wineries, getting fucking trashed. And then you go back to like Solvang, Buellton, um, go to like, you know, the bars there and then stay in like a cute little hotel. The way that they did it was fucking annoying, depressing. And it was just, it was a really bad movie. Um, it was, it, it, it no, had its moments. It was bad. It, it, had it was its bad for, for women. <laughs> it was bad for women. It just was so depressing. It made people. It was a depressing look at 50 because it was about a woman was, who was celebrating her 50th birthday. It was Rachel Dratch. It was everybody from SNL that was every, like. Look, it should have been hilarious. Yeah. But the twist that they put on it, I don't know what Amy Poehler was going through or what, but they all were awful. They were all depressed in horrible marriages, didn't like their job, you know, whatever it may be. They were all unhappy in certain ways. One had cancer, whatever. They got together for some reason and didn't really get along or like each other and and talk to each other in these ways that women and longtime friends don't. Uh, It was just horrible. Top to bottom, as far as I'm concerned. From a woman's standpoint, yeah. From a dude's, you're just like, all right, cool. I, I, there was some moments in it that I thought were funny. Paula Powell was really make, fucking funny. She is probably the fun, one of the funniest women. She writes for all those people. Yeah, yeah, And she was one so of the top writers behind, for SNL yeah, for years. Yeah, she is behind the scenes the funniest of all of them and kind of like gives them material, whatever. Um. But yeah, I just it's like sex in the city. Like girls don't talk to each other like that. We don't fucking fight and like talk shit to each other constantly as right. friends, sisters maybe. But as friends, we just don't do that and it's unrealistic and weird. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, look, I don't know. I turned to you halfway through the movie and I was like, is this how women really are out, you know? Are they always singing? Are you guys always dancing? Some, I mean, that's the point when me and I can name two other people look at each other and are just like, no, <laughs> uh-uh. we got to go. <laughs> when they turn on Grease too, yeah. and they all start yeah, no, no, no. doing I, a I, dance party. I, yeah, like in the movie. I, I get it. I, I understand, but he's just like, oh, all right, cool. Because that, like, that, I would never do that with my buddies. No. Yeah. And I, I don't like doing that either. So it's like, but it inevitably always happens. So, yeah. That was a hard blink you just gave. Well, it's hard. It's hard getting to a certain age and um, not feeling that age. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not feeling like into the things that people your age are into or the boringness that people are. You know what I mean? Sure. So, sucks. There was a party the other day. Um, Have you heard of these silent discos? No. So it's a thing that girls are doing now when they get together. Uh, They have all have these headphones and they like turn off the lights and it's like neon and stuff. And you can you all are hearing the same song. But if you take off your headphones, it's just silent. And it's just people like. That sounds like purgatory. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) this is an Anonymous story. It's from Anonymous. But yeah, so she went to this, you know, with our friends in our same age group. Moms. She went to the thing. They were drinking, hanging out at this beach house. They rented, blah, blah, blah. Out comes a tray of headphones early. 
early in the night. Oh, God. Five, six, maybe two glasses of wine in. She's like, what the fuck? She's like, I'm hanging out, talking. So they all, the lights go out, the neon, headphones on, yeah. and they're, and two like Dr. Dre and just these very cringy Wu-Tang probably. And um, <laughs> so she takes off the headphones and is just, exactly, here's that. Well, that's it. Is it? Forgot about Dre. Right? Oh, no. Yeah? No. No. She left. Didn't tell anybody. Just took him off, <laughs> which is exactly what I would have done, right? I don't know. No, no, no. The novelty of that would be fun for about five minutes. And then after that, you're like, five hey. Five minutes. Lights back on. Headphones off. Let's drink and talk. Like, we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. With adults, with uh, out of work. I mean, these are people that that's a symptom of like having a lot of time on your hands because when you don't, it's precious. Like even going to a movie sometimes for me has to be a really good movie because I would rather like talk, have a drink, like have some interaction before I go back to, you know, work or two kids or whatever it may be. Like your time is. When your time is precious, you don't do fucking bullshit like that. Right. Right? Yeah. Life sure is precious, isn't it? That's Bodie from Point Break. When your time <laughs> is precious. Stop. It's Bodie from Point Break, by the way. Um, just, I'm, I'm, again, I, wanna, I really want to squeeze these in today. Mm-hmm. Um, these Point <laughs> These Point Break. And you got a list of them there? Or? No, this is all off the top of my dome, you know? Yeah. So... Uh, now let's get to the sponsor special agent utah there he is boom another one blackriflecoffee.com what are you looking at you got you've got paint all over yourself i'm getting a manicure after i'm done with the studio yeah so i apologize we're building a new studio space everything june it's, it's setting it off setting it off Again, subscribe on on YouTube to the show Ross Patterson Revolution on YouTube. Do it now. Don't be a, don't be a fucking idiot. You know, I don't need idiots around. Back off, War Child. Seriously, another one. Um, point break. Point break. Oh, BlackRifleCoffee.com is where you can you can find all your point break needs. You know they needed coffee to serve in the morning, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so. Dawn Patrol. Yeah. You got to. Got to, brother. You got to, brother. Dawn Patrol. And at Dawn Patrol, you can uh, fill up your cup and grab life by the beans at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Be a great name for a coffee. What? Dawn Patrol. Dawn Patrol be sweet. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Get a little, uh, this dome, this, this mug on one of the bags. Nope. No, I think it'd be great. Uh, uh, it'd be really great. I would do a surfboard. I would do like a surfboard. Well, me holding like... a surfboard, obviously. Uh, so, yep. I don't know. You're going to need me on that bag. I don't know. Uh, at <laughs> oh, I don't know how that would Type look. in the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off there. Next up, we got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You're always trying to put your face on something, man. It needs to be on stuff. You're always trying to Why put would I hide mug. this? Why would I hide this mug? This mug deserves to be seen by the world and cherished. Ghostbed. Ghostbed.com will help you. Make a little love. Make a little leave. You know who the, the love interest was in Point Break? Yeah. Lori Petty. Tank machine. Yeah. What is it? What? Tank, tank, tank girl. girl. Tank yeah. girl. Yeah. Lori Petty was her name. Lori Petty. Yeah. 
Take a little gander at her now. Yeah, she still looks She still looks kind of the same, right? No? Sorry? Uh, yeah, yeah. She was always an interesting, she was always- That was an odd choice for that movie. She was always an odd choice. They put, they kind of plugged her in as love interest in these weird movies where you go, Uh, yeah. It was a time, you know, there was a, it was a- It was what it was. We were going through something yeah. as, a, as a nation. They didn't yeah. have ghost beds, by the way, in Point Break. But I bet if they did, she would have It'd been be tied to the, that. Yeah, you'd be on the floor. Be on the on the floor, and uh, you know, look, you don't really. It's the mattress. You don't really need a a box spring for either. It's that great. Yeah. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Thirty six month, no interest. Pay as you go program. No one is doing that, Jabes. No one. Their mattresses are amazing, pillows, sheets. Uh, and if you're a military or first responder, 15% off forever. Uh, but go get their fucking deals. The bundle package right now is $7.99. I think we're amazing. getting a couple at the office. At the um, new studio, yeah. A couple people in the neighborhood are getting them. Yeah. I don't know if they're blowing up, dude. They're everywhere. Um, we're stoked. And we're, we're, we got a big deal. Uh, come on down the pipe with them in June. We're super amped about. Uh, next up, we got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Boom, boom, boom. Shabloinkers. Shabloinkers. Lemon, orange, grape, orange. Four amazing flavors. 10-pack, 40-pack, 750-milliliter bottle. Kick the can. You don't need it. Tasty, tiny little tin pouch. It rips open and squeezes into every liquid available. Rip, rip. Ooh. Rip, rip. Uh, Strike Force Energy, zero carbs, zero sugars, still all that tasty fun. I don't know what that is. I just made that up. Sure. Go to strikeforceenergy.com today. Last longer than five hour energy. Use the promo code Revolution, 20% off. Subscribe. They have a subscription of the month club as well. Last but not least, Jabes, this is what you came for. This is what the people came for. Straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Yeah. You rock it? Ooh. Yeah, a little sting on that. You rock it? You rock a dirty fingernail? You like a nail? <laughs> I do I'm you not wearing nail. headphones today, so I don't mind that. Fancy you can go as loud as you nail. Want. You like a fancy nail? <laughs> Just one or all of them? Nail. Nail. Either way. Like they're, look, can you do all of them, though? I do nail. Go. I do your nail. <laughs> I want more than one, though. Yeah, they're gonna pull. They're gonna pull the show off here. Uh, Straightrazors.com, finest shaving products in the biz. If you're a dude in this life or a pregnant lady, Mm-mm. yep, still shaving bushes um, all over the world. Don't do it. That's true. That's true. Straightrazors.com will get you all you need for Father's Day. Get a kit, dude. If you're worried about using a straight razor, use a safety razor. Go to Straightrazors.com right now. Revolution twenty percent off. Learn it, live it, love it. All day, all day, all day, all day, all day, all day, all day. A lot going on in the world, Jabes. A lot going on. And you, you, you might say to yourself, hey, we talking about abortion today? No, absolutely not. We're talking about Burger King today. What? Yeah. Talking about the, the Burger King. This is a fucking... I, I don't know if it's genius or you're just asking for, for problems. Okay. Like you're gonna lose, I think you're going to lose all the shit inside of your body on this one. So Burger King is going to deliver Whoppers to L.A. drivers stuck in traffic. 
So there's going to be an app. Um, and they did this test, and it was really successful in Mexico City. Okay? So they've been doing it in Mexico City. I don't know how we didn't hear about it. We're hearing about it now. Um, but uh, the, the fucking LA Times is reporting that you can order on your phone. They want you to talk into the app. So the app's going to take your order. Where you're at in traffic, they're going to have that pinged into your phone. And then they're, they're taking motorcycles down the 405, no. and then they're going to drop the burger Mm-mm. off at your car Mm-mm. for L.A. traffic. No. no. Is that the weirdest shit of all time? Just stupid. It's going to fucking... Make more traffic. Can you imagine? Yeah. You're stuck in traffic, and the guy in front of you like is paying and thing, and like the <laughs> well, motorcycle, gonna... you can move forward. So here's the... the thing. You're prepaying. So he just throws it in the window? That's it. Throws it in the window, he's gone. How? Are we there yet as a society? Oh, yeah. yeah. Lazy as fuck where you can't fucking pick up Burger King before you get on the 405. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Lazy. Stupid. Yeah. We're there. Oh, man. L.A. sucks, doesn't it? Just fucking sucks. God, can um, you imagine? I mean, how embarrassing, by the way. I get embarrassed when people when I'm even like eating in the car at all. I would die <laughs> if I was the one that used this service. <laughs> so you have to be in a 1.9 mile radius of a Burger King, which let's face it on the 405 or like the 10 or the 101. It's a gimmick. It's like the Domino's it's, it's fixing the street. They've never fixed one pothole. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's all a gimmick. It's we like, don't know that. There was a pothole on our way out of the neighborhood. All I know is it was fixed one day. Right. Who the fuck but am when I to Domino's judge us fix if it, was it, they Domino's. put the stamp on it. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, they put like the white, you know, they put a little roller stamp. Domino's. So we have to go to LA, I think, what, at the end of June? Um, mm-hmm. Man, this would be a really great time to test this out. I mean, yeah. See if I could get a fucking Whopper in my yeah, car. Yeah, we should probably test it. <laughs> and I think that'll be a lot of it is people doing it, like filming it and shit. Like, yeah, 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 yeah novelty god damn it that's gonna be annoying as fuck so it's gonna cause more traffic i think that's just dumb look i don't know again a lot of no one's gonna use it it's all a gimmick they just want you to talk about it which we are i don't i don't know how or why they chose mexico city as the test for that but like hey shit i don't know maybe it's more progressive than i know jabes yeah wasn't there like a billion people or something crazy that live there in mexico city a billion? It's a lot. No, I don't think it's that much. Isn't it the most populated city in the world? Mexico City? Yeah. I wish. Wish there was a way to find out. There's but again, no we don't have. Way. There's no way. Um, population, Mexico City. Ross looks at the not internet. In, not in the world. There's no way. It's got to be someplace in China or. 8.855 million people. Okay. Well, let's go to the top 10 largest cities in the world then. Let's see where we're at. Oh, fuck, man. I mean, I Mex- way off on this. No, I was, I, I was, I, I am incorrect on this. Okay. There's more people in Los Angeles than there is in Mexico City. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, why, so why Mexico City? What, what's the test there? Is there that much traffic there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
it's populated in the same way that I, th- it m- I think it might be smaller than LA. Is that? Yeah, it is smaller than LA. Yeah. But so it, if it has thing, so as many people as LA and it's smaller. Shanghai is coming more... in at number one, 24.1 million. Yeah. That's three times the size. Yeah. Beijing second, 18.5 million. Karachi. I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know where that is. I'm going to be honest. That's the first time I've read no one, a city. No one knows. And I don't know where that is. No one knows Karachi. where it is. Yeah, no one knows. 18 does. million. Istanbul, 14.6. Dhaka. I know that's in India. 14.5. Tokyo, 13.6. Mm-hmm. Do you like how I put a little flair on it? A little, yeah. a little yeah. accent flair yeah. on it? Moscow, 13.1. Wow. And then Manila, 12.8. That doesn't surprise me. So Mexico City is not even the top 10. They can kind of get fucked on all this shit then. I don't know why that, that tests. Whew. Good luck. Good luck. I want to see how this thing works. Hopefully it's up and running when we get there. And then I'm going to order Whoppers. We have to. Yeah. We have to. You know to. this, man. Oof, you that know sounds so fucking good right now. This, man. Um, I want to give everybody an up- update on the Britney Spears sitch, by the way. What's going down? Um, her manager said, I cannot recommend her performing ever again and because i think i think the the vegas thing should end i think it all should end and uh i can't be a part of this anymore so I, that's from the manager and look you and i know hollywood more than anybody else those motherfuckers those grimy motherfuckers those agents and managers will try to squeeze every last cent mm-hmm. out of you i'm i'm truly surprised the manager was just like hey man i'm all done making money we're good we're gonna walk away from this yeah there must be some back end with you know her perfume or clothing or or something that he's still getting or he really is saying no more money she she has a clothing line and all that other shit well look if she's not performing and making live albums anymore right Mm -hmm. britney spears and the residuals and all that stuff she brings in will still be mega and it's fine um, but just not what you're making right now because doing a residency in Vegas and let's face it, you and I have stayed at that hotel, but that's what I said. Everything in that hotel is built around Britney Spears. That's what I said. She needs to not be performing. She needs to be done with that. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that the, the man, the, the manager has come out and said this. Yeah. Why is your parents? So, so... Why is it not your parents? Right. Why is it not your sister? Like that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. And you have a gajillion dollars and it's just, it makes sense to me now, you know, with all this stuff, it makes sense that, you know, the people that were drugging her up and propping her up were the dad. Yeah. He has complete control. So he has the control to say, Hey, no, you're not doing this. I will, you know, I'll commit you. Yeah. I have the ability to do it. Go home, be with your kids, live off your millions. That's what the dad should have done. Well, uh, you know, it's not happening. So we'll see what the, the final verdict is. But uh, her walking around barefoot in the streets the other day was just like, ugh. Where? I, I, it looked like she was going into a CVS or something. Ooh, and you're that's just old like, school. Yeah. That's old school that's shaving your head time yeah so i i think it's probably time for her to step away Mm -hmm. the puppet needs to to be put back in the in the closet yeah that's because that's where puppets puppets go in a trunk in a closet and that's it 
And I mean, there may be part of it that's like keeping busy. I get that. But God. Yeah. Mm. Uh, The other thing I want to talk about, uh, we had another presidential candidate. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Number 23 on the Democratic side. This is. This is number 23. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him. And look, it's not like it's slap dick, you know, Johnny in the fucking tree trunk five that's running. This is this is uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio from New York. Wait, what was the one that it's not? <laughs> Slap Dick Johnny in the Tree Trunk Five. Like <laughs> it's not it's not that My guy. My new jazz band. <laughs> um so he announced that he's running, right? And, you know, I I don't know if anybody was asking for that whatsoever, or if anybody cares. Now you're at twenty three. Look, when we were at 16, they were going to split the stage for debates because debates are coming up here next month. Poof, are we there? Fuck, we're a month away from this. Mm-hmm. Debates for the Democratic candidates will start next month. They were going to, at 16, divide it up into eight and eight, right? Now, you're looking at 23. What, what are you going to have, three different stages full of eight at this point? Mm-hmm. Eight, eight, and seven? What, what are you going to do with this or how are you going to weed these people out? Because, um, so, like, look... You're able to look at polls right now and and see who's dropping and all that other stuff. Beto is non-existent at this point. Really? Yeah. What did he gone? Um, he just the mom comment. The mom comment. Uh, he's been doing this these vlogs, right? Mm-hmm. Like because he wants to tap into the younger voters. Be of and, the people for yeah. the people with the people. The problem is the things he's doing are super white and rich and it's like, dude, the, that party with, is trying to get away yeah. from that. So like yesterday he live streamed himself getting a haircut. People are like, bro, what? Why? Why? Yeah, why? Uh, he had a rally the other day in Vegas. Um, I think there was 30, 30 people that showed up. 28 people total was the thing. Okay, bye. And it was it was one of those things where, you know, he had done it on, I believe it was UNLV campus and they were on like spring break or whatever the fuck it was or, you know, and no one was there. I, it, you know, Biden's leading by a lot, they say. So they're going to have to divide this somehow. I imagine it's going to be like that. And then all of the rest of these guys are going to get pissed. But here's the weird thing about this. Like announcement, right? Usually you have some rallying something and you know it's a big deal and all this other shit i mean he's the mayor of new york city for christ's sakes um this story which is nuts because he he announced it on good morning america on thursday right but there was a high school junior in st louis who scooped this scooped everybody found out it before and announced it on social media uh he's got a (laughs) I'm going to say his name because it's pretty impressive. His name is Gabe Fleischer. Gabe. Gabe. Gabe against the machine. Good old Gabe. <laughs> Front lines. He's, look, he is actually. He's a politics junkie um, at 17 years old. He's got a newsletter called Wake Up to Politics that reaches 50,000 people every day, which I think is awesome. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay, Gabe. And so he said he did his homework. Um, he saw a small item that, that crossed, crossed his eye. And it was an announcement from a local wing of the Democratic Party in Sioux City, Iowa, inviting members to see de Blasio Friday, the mayor's first stop of the presidential tour. And it was a small little wow. blurb. No one caught it. This kid caught it, um, put it up on Twitter, and just said the cat is out of the bag. And uh, boom. 
he th- th- this was the the kid that was credited with scooping this this 17 year old kid and any god love him man i like i love hearing shit like this because i think it's awesome and i think it's unbelievably positive and like um he gets on uh before he goes to school and he does this show and he says i'm gabe fleischer reporting live from wtp world headquarters in my bedroom yeah i love it i know um and he was the first one to scoop it 17 year old from his bedroom who is just a diehard politics junkie and uh I mean, I to me, I think that was that, that that was the most amazing part of this story. I don't give a shit about De Blasio running, but uh, um, this this Gabe. kid, uh, you know, two thousand miles away in a, in a tiny city who just does his homework every day on politics, was able to scoop this from some weird email in like Sioux City or whatever it was. I mean, that's that's amazing. Shout out to Gabe, dude. That's rad. Hopefully, people will check out his thing. Gabe, I, I and the weird thing about it when I read this story, I was like. You know what? A 17-year-old is probably going to give you the most honest version of, of politics. Yeah. For real. Because I mean, when you're older, you're already you setting your beliefs. You have all these other issues Already you're setting your beliefs about. and you're jaded. At 17, you really don't, you know, you're trying to help the world. Especially and, for an And you think you can change the world at 17. It. Yeah. And you're doing your own homework. Interesting. Yeah. And, I, and again, I, I think... From a young kid in high school, like it's probably where you're going to get the most honest opinion, unbiased at least. Like I said, if they're doing their own homework and not just yeah listening to whatever. Right, right, right. But still, I I think it. I think it's 17. No matter, regardless of what you are listening to, or watching, or reading, or whatever. There's still a sense of hope in this. Like I can do anything in this world. Then, right? Mm -hmm. Did you feel that at 17? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. And then you get older and you realize, you know, either through your own set of circumstances uh, or beliefs in the jobs that you went after or whatever, of like, oh, fuck, maybe this isn't possible or this is hard or, mm-hmm. you know, especially politics. When you get older, you realize it's all a crock of shit. And you really can't change for sure anything. Um, you're just kind of stuck in this quagmire there. But for, yeah, for a 17 year old, it's probably the best source to go to. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can have Gabe on the show one day. That would be awesome. It would be. Um, I'd just be curious Loving about... Loving a call. Yeah. Just be curious about uh, why. Because, look, I don't... At 17, I don't remember anyone, anyone who is in politics. No. Like, no one. But I guess also it's a new world where people are caring more. Yeah. When, you know, at 17, nobody really cared. And it was just like, yeah, all right, sweet. Mm-mm. What are we doing? Cool. You, you do like a mock ballot in class, you know? Yeah. W- when the thing is, and it's just like, who did you vote for? Yeah, don't say. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask. That's not polite. It's That's ne- all gone out oh, the window. Yeah. Gone. You kidding me? Gone. Who'd you vote? You didn't vote for him, did you? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> what a different world. Like, <laughs> um, Did you see this fucking artwork yesterday that sold for $91 million? Artwork. Oh, boy. The Monet? Jeff Koons. Oh. So he does those, uh, they look like statues. Okay. Um, this was the Silver Rabbit. Okay. $91.1 million it's sold for. Uh, the Rabbit is a stainless steel casting of an inflatable rabbit. And uh, 91.9, not $91.1 million. The highest total for a living artist of all time. 
living. Yeah. Well, even a Monet, the highest, it was 110. And that was like the couple days before. 110 yeah. million. That's not far off for a fucking Monet. So he's 64 years old. And um, man. Koontz. He held the record for five years for the balloon dog. That orange balloon dog thing was his. Okay. Look, I know about it because these hoity-toity LA people are like, oh my god, yeah. you going to the the You know, thing? I hate the same museums. Same. So when I saw this, Mola. I was like, man, all right, who's buying this shit? And it was, you know, who it was who? Uh, Steve Munkin's dad. Uh, he's the the Secretary of Treasury. Oh. Yeah, that cocksucker. Um, his father bought it, and it's just people are raging. Yeah, where did he get the money? He's rich. He's fucking rich. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you want to spend $91 million on a balloon dog or whatever it is, like a, a rabbit, by all means. Is he in charge of our finances as Correct. a nation? Interesting. Yes. Interesting. So he's not uh, frivolous, you know? Well, look, this is he his doesn't dad. Just, this is his dad. Just so. saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. Well, cool, 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 <laughs> and um, I love hearing that. You know, I love when hearing that a you know a rich person can ninety-one million dollars for this rabbit. Oh, Coons! That's crazy, right? An orig- an original Coons. 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 There it is. There it is. I think you were worried about saying it, James. Was what happened there? Coons. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Ninety one point one. What the fuck? What are we doing? What are we doing when we're buying a silver rabbit for that much? You know, that's just crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. I uh, saw the full trailer by the way for Rocket Man. Oh. The Elton John movie. Holy shit! This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about, guys. I mean, I don't know. I may eat my words, but Two my problem with the, the Queen one was, you know, the lip syncing and the just the rushed fake uh, mustache and all that stuff. The yeah, fake everything where I mean, I think this guy shaved a bald spot. I, I think he did. You know what I yeah. mean? Sang. Personally picked by yeah. Elton John. Uh, it could be could be amazing. Yeah, so they're in they're in Cannes right now. They're going to do the premiere, and then it comes out here in a couple. I can weeks. at least get on board. Do you I'm, know what I mean? I am all in for yeah. this. It looks amazing. Yeah, I would like a longer trailer. Uh, there is one. Okay, uh, I think it's tough because it's R to show all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, what's really going on, and that you know, uh, I like the fact that it's R. Yes. Because that's what I wanted the Queen mm-hmm. thing to be. And, you know, but Elton John had control of all of this from top to bottom where, no pun intended, but yeah, <laughs> nailed it. Boom. This Swayze hair has made me funnier, I feel like. Yeah. Um, he's, no, he's been in control for, for all of it. Script, uh, casting, everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he casts an unknown. Yeah. I've never heard of this guy. Have you? Um. No, he's been, I mean, he's been in a couple little things, but I didn't know he was like a good actor. He was in like Kingsman kind of thing, wasn't he? You know, I didn't, I didn't watch Kingsman. I don't. No, me neither, but I saw him and thought like, he's pretty cute. But I did, I thought he was kind of like a, 
Hunger Games type of guy, whatever. Yeah. I didn't know he was actually talented. So uh, he could have just fell into obscurity to me. Man, I, look, I'm amped about this. Like when you go all out like that, and especially for Elton John, we got to see him on accident um, for yeah, yeah, our yeah. anniversary. We were, we'd, we'd gone out to Vegas to, to see the Stones, mm-hmm. see the Rolling Stones, and Mick got sick and canceled. Um, this is going to be a perfect segue, actually, into our last story. But uh, anyways, he got sick and canceled, and we were bummed, and we didn't know. It was you like, don't know until, so we flew out. It was out, like four we hours like, before the show, and it got yeah. canceled, and we were just like, what the fuck? I think we were dressed and went over there to get the tickets, right? Yeah, we were so outside, we were like we were outside ready the, the arena yeah. to go. We had had dinner. You know who we told were like us? Gonna, the, you know, the waitress. Waitress. And we were like, shut up. Hit her. Yeah. Punched her in you the punched face. punched her right in the face. Punched her in the face. She went down. We stepped over her, yep. went to the- Allen Iverson style. Yep. And then, uh, no, she told us, and, and she was like, because we I think it was wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt or something. We were like, shut up. Like, I was that guy. That's how big of a fan I am. I was that guy who wears the bands mm-hmm. to the, the, the band shirt to the, the actual concert itself. And she was like, hey, are you not, you're not here by any chance to see the Rolling Stones. I was like, yes. We're like, yeah, totally. It's our <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> oh, and the look on her face was like, oh. Oh. Oh my god, it's been canceled. She's oh like, god. no worries. They rescheduled for like three weeks from now, and I was just like, huh? Yeah, because we're obviously from here. You fucking idiot. Nobody's Boom, from punched. Vegas, and is yeah. Then you punched. punched her again. Yeah. And so I'm on my phone, and it's like five o'clock. It was th- like the show was supposed to start at eight. We were having dinner before we went. Yeah, it was five or six o'clock, and I get on my phone, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna let this anniversary. Go down. Go down in flames. But I'm going to do something. So I, I was breezing through my phone and Elton John had a, he was ending his residency there or whatever it was. And I was like, man, I love Elton John. I would never have thought to go see yeah. Elton John in person. Um, I, I think mostly for the fact that uh, before that, before the, uh, the residency in Vegas, he wasn't touring, really. He wasn't doing, mm-hmm. like, you know, stadiums or anything like that. So I was just like, oh, all right, cool. The last thing I can remember him doing was playing with um, Billy Joel. And they were doing, like, a dueling pianos type of deal. He just does, like, one-offs. He, not, he hadn't done a, done a tour in a while. But we had to wait on line. Yeah. On this, like, standby line forever. In Vegas, we finally yeah. get in. I think we're, like, one of the last people. We get the last he two seats. He has a nosebleed, yeah. you guys, the whole time. Well, when he first started, like like the first two or three songs, he's got okay. a nosebleed, and he goes, he's really funny about it, Elton John. Right. When you go, and see, I just thought I'm seeing him before he dies. I mean, that's but that's how I that, that's what I love about seeing bleeding. the residencies in Vegas is it is smaller. The artist, since you're not, you don't have to project to a whole stadium. I, I, I think it gives them more freedom to tell you what's really going on and happening. So he comes out and starts singing. And he goes, forgive me, I have a nosebleed. And he goes, uh, I, uh, the, the press is going to say that I'm on cocaine again. But oh, yeah, just yeah, know yeah. that I have a nosebleed. He was really funny about it. And you're like, all right, cool. So after the first couple of songs, he was fine. And then crushed the rest of the night. Right. And I was like, dude, I, it was incredible. Oh. And I was grateful to have seen Elton John. I was like, holy shit. I mean, it was just hit after hit oh, after hit. Dude. Oh, I mean, and it's just like... Yeah. Even if you're a little bit Elton John, you go, oh, my God. I know. You don't even have to be that gigantic of a fan. And it's just a great show, and he's 
Amazing. F- fantastic. And then when Tiny Dancer came on, I get a little choked up. Have to. Man, I was choked up when Tiny Dancer came on. Yeah. That was amazing. Oh. I was also choked up when Mick posted that video yesterday. Mick Jagger. You know, he's my end all be all. We know. Obviously, we name our kid Jagger, but uh, yeah, that probably should have clued everybody in. Sure. When this, when, when he had this heart problem and he went down, I, there was part of me that was like, I don't know if he's going to return. No, I mean, he's, he's an older guy. It's going to take, it's something like, yeah, it'll be like that. So he had a stint put in in his heart and it was for some artery or whatever it Mm. was. He was out for about a month and then he posts this video yesterday of him by himself rehearsing, dancing like aggressively where you're just like, oh my God. And I was like, whoa, 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 this does not feel, this feels a little too soon. And right. I didn't know, but there was no context to it. Um, he just posted the video, no words, no nothing. And I was just like, and everybody was like, yeah, Nick's back. Holy shit. And every comment on social media was just like, dude, if I, I, if I can be like this at 75, 76 years old, this Seriously. would be the greatest thing on the face of the planet. But let's face it. No one is like this. No one is Mick Jagger. This is why he's the best. Boom, wake up this morning, tour, new tour dates, up, boom, he's back in biz. Gotta go, obviously, because um, I don't, there's no way that he's, they're surviving another this one of these. This has gotta be the last one. <laughs> and I think maybe people probably feel the same way, so I especially get after your the heart tickets scare, right? now yeah. if you want to go. Yeah, especially after the heart scare. Yeah, because you go, come on. Oh, man, even talking about it, I get... I get uh, kind of queasy about it. I don't. I don't want to think it. Like he can't go. Aww. The 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 stones can't go. Like just you can take everybody else, but let's not. Let's just leave the stones alone. You know. Ringo. No. Ringo will the good, still well, the, the, be around. The good thing about the stones is this: they don't have a Ringo in the band. Where, like the, the like the drummer of the Rolling Stones is probably the least known, Charlie Charlie Watts. No, I'm saying Ringo is going to still be around. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. But and he'll he'll he, he'll be he'll tell you about the Beatles for the rest of his mm-hmm. uh, of his life for 30 years. Mm-hmm. The good thing about the Stones is they don't have that guy. So Charlie Watts has said it numerous times, the drummer of the Rolling Stones, of like, I'm only doing this because they, these guys want to do it, and it's yeah, 50 yeah. years at this point. And he goes, I'm not going to leave the band. This was my life and all this stuff. I'm not going to leave the band, but when it's over, like I I will be in a garden every day, and you'll never hear from me again. And yeah. That's kind of how um, Zeppelin was too, where it was just like, all right, great. Like I, Robert Plant still performs and does his own shit solo wise, but it's not, you know, they did one Zeppelin show, but that was it in like what, 30 years. You never hear from Jimmy Page or, mm-hmm. or any of those guys. And same with the Stones, like, I, you know, with Keith, like I think whoever goes in that band, um, you know, you got Ronnie Wood too, but uh, Ronnie's not that type of dude either. He's going to be like, oh, I'm the last one. Like, He's oh, not no. the guy. Whereas Ringo is that guy. Where mm. he's just, he'll tell you about it the rest of his life. But I think with the Stones, man, once him or yeah, they'll be Keith done. or Mick or yeah, they'll be done. Um, and they, they should be all... like the Dead isn't. They keep fucking right. touring without people see Jerry people Garcia. go to see him. I know, but I mean Ronnie Wood in, in that last documentary. He's such a weirdo, such a cool weird guy. They're all rad. Um, they all look great. Yeah. Super skinny. That must be some kind of (laughs) 
you know, drugs uh, are awesome. Is what answer it is. to life. Drugs right? are awesome. Stay wiry. Yeah. And you'll stay alive. <laughs> it's when you get the when you get all the fat around the heart. You know. You know it's weird though. Like every study I've seen, and we watched that sixty minutes thing about getting older. All most of the scientists said the same thing. If you're gaining about ten pounds per decade, per ten, you know, decade of your life, ten years of your life, it actually makes you healthier. Um, I don't know why, but these guys are the thinnest people on the planet. They still there smoke studies that marble reds every very day. Thin it's, Mick live doesn't. Longer, yeah. Mick doesn't, but uh, Keith and Ronnie do. Mick, since the '90s, has been on a clean eating. Uh, athlete like diet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I look. I saw one behind the scenes of him where he runs twelve miles every single morning. So when he starts his day, mm-hmm. twelve miles on the treadmill every single day. But like at a high pace, where you're just like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. I mean it. It's a. I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do what he's doing right now on a treadmill. To be honest with you, after watching that, I was just like, what? Twelve miles? No, you couldn't. No. Yeah. He's 75 years old and he can't. It's crazy. But I'm saying, you know, I'm, there is studies too. The skinny, skinny. Yeah, maybe. It's just, you're just, you know. Maybe. There's not as much weight on your joints that are going anyways. And like, I, I don't know. Uh, look, that'll lead us to the revolutionary figure of the day. And this, this will disprove your theory. That's true. Huh? And you know it's going out to Swayze, to Patrick. Oh, he was Wayne. thin as shit. Swayze, yeah. yeah. Thin as shit. He was thin as fuck. But he was no, no, not clean living. No. No kind of clean living. Drank there. and smoked two packs a day. But how is that different than Keith or, or, or Ronnie Wood? Since the 90s, they've been all clean. No. And, no. I mean, besides Keith. Keith, Keith is, and Ronnie. Don't, don't. Don't. Keith and Ronnie, both of them. Ronnie was smoking reds in that fucking dock. Shit, that's right. Both of them. And the reason why they got along so well, because Ronnie Wood replaced somebody else, was... You know, and I read, obviously I've read all their biographies and all that shit. Like I know everything about the Stones, but Ronnie replaced somebody else in the seventies. The reason why he got in uh, so well with them was the fact that he could party and hang. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like, you know, Brian Jones who fucking got all weird, weirded out on drugs and then, you know, died in a fucking pool. Right. Ronnie could hang and party and was just like him and Keith became besties. Because that, those are the only two that could hang together. And they're both, they're all still alive. <laughs> it's okay. crazy. Then I'll, like, just, dude, I'll George, get to it. Like I'll for, get to it then. For the Beatles, Lennon's dead. Obviously, he got murdered, so it's not his fault. But mm-hmm. uh, George Harrison died. Harrison used to rage with those guys back in the day. Right. He was best friends with Clapton and Keith and all of those guys. So, you know, I don't know. Patrick Wayne Swayze, though, thin is fuck dainty 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 man tiny tiny man and uh he fucking kicked out yeah um but we're gonna go through look three golden globe nominations dirty dancing should have won blammo ghost should have won blammo Two wong fu thanks for everything julie newmar didn't i wouldn't I can't. I don't know. For that time. No, tried it. Tried about 10 minutes of it. It was really, uh, it was ahead of its time for sure. Um, obviously, it was in The Outsiders. Roadhouse is, Roadhouse for me is, yeah. stop what you're doing. I don't care who's here. I don't care if Meghan Markle's bringing her newborn baby in. I'm going to watch Roadhouse and then meet the baby afterwards. I'm going to meet Archie afterwards. Right. 
Like that's still I'm that's good. still one that that stops it for me. You know, I'll stay watching the movie. Stops my day. No, I'll, I'll stay watching the movie as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the I'll movie. just go. I'll go work out or something. Yeah, yeah. go <laughs> see the baby. And then I'll hang out with the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously Point Break, which is what we're what we're doing all summer here. Summer Swayze. But I want to I want to throw in um, I want to throw in this song. She's like the wind. Remember that song? No. She's like the wind. Oh, I guess, but only from She's you singing like it like that wind. to me. Mm-hmm. That was Patrick Swayze as well. Really? Yeah. Sang it. Huh? It's his song. Yeah. Okay. Wrote wrote it, recorded it, wrote the whole it, thing. Okay. Um, and he was also posthumously awarded the Rolex Dance Award in 2009, which it's a lot of people are fighting for that. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. It's probably in this life, Pulitzer Prize won. Pull it, pull it, Pulitzer surprise. Prize. Pulitzer Prize. Pulitzer? Yeah, the Pulitzer. Pulitzer Prize. Oh, I thought you were saying pull it surprise. Oh, this isn't a whole Kogan thing. <laughs> pull it surprise. Whole Kogan. I probably thought at one point it was pull it surprise. No. I'm, surprise. I, bet, I bet you did, yeah. Surprise, surprise you, you won pull, the pull it. You pull it. You pulled it. Um, <laughs> So I put Pulitzer Prize at one, Rolex Dance Award at two in my book. Sure. And then, you know, you can go down the list after that. I don't, yeah. whatever's your thing, but uh, those are probably one twosies in the world. So it was nice that he got recognized for that. Um, born in <laughs> Houston, Texas in 1952, James. You know who he shares a birthday with? Mm-hmm. Our son, Jagger. No. August 18th. Sweet. Yeah. So. Scary. Uh okay yeah super we'll keep super an eye on we'll that. keep an eye on his uh, addictive personality I guess <laughs> uh the reason by the way the reason why he was so amazing at dance because everybody asked that his mom was a choreographer so right um, Swayze again, was the best dainty God dainty man could fly through the air we lost a we lost a good man that is true lost a real good man can we put she's like the wind on the audio version of this sure. at the end that would be amazing. I appreciate it, Jabes. Sure. All right. Uh, uh, totally. <laughs> what are you blanking about over there, Jabes? I'm just gonna, you know. Are you looking for "She's Like the Wind" right now? No, 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 no. Do you not believe me that this is a song? No, I believe you. I believe you. Okay, because there was some doubt and hesitation in your mind of like, man, I think Ross might have it wrong here. I never think that. <laughs> You were Googling away there trying I'm to do your best. The one. I'm always the one that's wrong. No, that's not true. Mm. I've been wrong about shit. You were wrong in this show. Was I? Mexico City. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some we kind of fact weird fucking here. fact you pulled out of your ass. It just, when you see the images of Mexico City, you're just sure. like, this seems like a truck ton of people. What yeah. Are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Uh, but let's, let's have a little tribute to Swayze. We will. Um, on the way out of here. And uh, again, back off, War Child. Seriously, seriously, James. For Jesse Wiseman, aka the Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Here is Patrick Wayne Swayze singing She's Like the Wind. Good night. Good night. She's like the wind through my tree. Next to me She leads me to moonlight Only to burn me with the sun 